Ladies and gentlemen, the captain has turned off the signal sign and you are free to move around the cabin. I'd like to remind you though, for your safety, please keep your seatbelt fastened. Non-Rev Lounge is a travel and aviation podcast. Tyler and Monique are siblings that both work for a major airline in Phoenix, Arizona. During this podcast, they will discuss using their flight benefits to travel the world, as well as talk about things that happen at work. They have guests on almost every week to share their travels and stories, leaving tips on the best places to travel or things to do. Enjoy. Welcome to the Non-Rev Lounge. This is show number 15. On today's show, we have a very special guest, someone we've been excited to have on with us for a long time. Laura is a flight attendant for our airline and maybe one of our biggest fans. Yes, I am. I am your biggest fan. <laughs> You're number one. Today is the first day I've actually met Laura. Feels like we've been friends for a long time, though. Laura is my biggest fan when it comes to my aviation photos. She told me once that my wife was, and I was like, no, Katie doesn't care about my photos. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. I think I'll even see you've liked his photos before I have too. I'm like, oh, I better go like that. <laughs> <laughs> I told Katie that and she's like, no, I'm your fan. I was like, no, you're not. It's okay. It's okay though. She supports me and lets me go and do my thing. Well, and she was out flying. I went to take her pictures of her plane, push back in the gate and got a wave, but that's the the closest I've been to meeting you. And Monique got to meet Laura a few weeks ago when you guys were flying through. At, so. at the gates. Yeah. yeah. So that was fun. We didn't recognize each other because we both had our hair up <laughs> like we're supposed to. And your masks on. And we had our masks on. Yeah. yeah. But then I chased her down and I was like, are you the Laura? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been looking forward to this long time. Uh, in my opinion, if everyone worked at our airline, treated their jobs the way that Laura treats her job, we'd be the number one airline in the world. Thank you. I agree. Thank you. I really like following Laura's Instagram account. She shares photos from her work, from her travel, her family. So everyone go follow Laura at Laura Ketterman. She's a good one to follow. She's got a lot of fun stories she puts up about her being on the road and traveling and different things. So go check that out. And we'll share that account in the show notes if you want a, a link to it. So welcome to the show, Laura. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. And I did want to tell everyone that I have a beautiful Tyler Crook photo in my displayed proudly in my living room. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, that's... Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. I, uh-huh. I still feel guilty about it because my pictures, have, I feel like they've gotten better. But I, that, that meant a lot to me because um, someone actually wanted my picture. All right. So Laura, tell us about your aviation story. Where did you start and what jobs have you had in the industry? Okay, so this is my third aviation job. Oh, wow. But I only applied once. Oh, look <laughs> at you. <laughs> I only applied once and all my airlines have merged together to the airline that we work at now. So when I first started, I was actually right off of college and I stood in line in spring and with sweat running down my face and a massive interview with 500 people and I got the job and so I started... Back in 84, 1984. Wow. Yeah, I was just, I was 12. (laughs) (laughs) And back then, our airline, you did all the jobs. So you worked gates, you worked ramp, you worked commissary, and you worked operations, the weight and balance of the aircraft, and then you flew. And so it it was kind of a great idea in theory because you knew everybody else's job. So like when we'd come to check a bag on the aircraft, I knew what the codes were, I knew how to check it. So it's a great concept. But then as we got bigger, it got harder to do. And so then we just transitioned and everybody stayed where they wanted. And so uh, my favorite place to work though was the gates. But then I, I ended up working in flight. So now we've merged and now I'm a flight tenant. Very cool. That's what I think that would be helpful at times if everyone knew what everyone else did so they could know the stuff that you're going through. Even though there's times I wouldn't want gate agents or flight tenants on the ramp with me, it'd be awful. But we're great. I don't know what you're talking about. Some of you, you could do the ramp. You've done it before. 
Yeah, I wouldn't want most of our ladies out there on the ramp. <laughs> they wind enough at the gates. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. I have a blue foot story, but that's another time. What's a blue foot story? You'll have to tell us. From blue juice? Yes. Oh. Oh, from blue, from blue juice. juice. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, like a little ring in there that you have to make sure it's in there when you're doing the lav. When you're servicing the yeah. lab, there's a little ring, and if it's not there, then it goes everywhere. Oh. Just I can tell you from the, the blue juice is not as bad as the other stuff. If that's all it was. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> then I guess it wouldn't be blue. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say it out loud. You'd have a brown foot story. What's your favorite part of your job right now? Okay, so right now it's kind of sad because we're we're having COVID and we're not doing an uh, boarding uh, service a beverage service on board, which is kind of sad. So, cause that's usually your interaction with the passenger. I mean, you can say hello when they get on and then you kind of get a feel and you know, you do find your problem passenger when during boarding. It's amazing how the, you can, you pick them out before they even sit down. You know who the problem is, who the needy one is going to be the whole flight. And then, then you can kind of cater to them or whatever they need just to, you know, get them settled down. But now we don't do service, so it's kind of sad. But so now my favorite part, though, I think is still interacting with the passengers. Is the reason that we're not doing as much as other airlines because the company decided or the flight attendants don't, they've said that we don't want to, they want the distance. And so do you know? The the company decided and the union supported them. They didn't want us walking through the cabin spreading COVID. And when you do a service, everybody has their drink at the same time. So what happens? Everybody takes off their mask. So now they've got the mask off and they're all eating and drinking and spreading the virus. So that's the idea. However, I've heard other airlines are now doing service. More service. Mm-hmm. I've heard that too, yeah. And I think we're ready. So now we used to give out the little bags with the, uh, a water, a, a wipe, and a snack at the gate, at the boarding door Yeah. when we were at the gate. But now we're passing them out on the plane. So we're getting closer to doing full service. Hopefully with the vaccines and things that'll get yeah, closer. Yeah, better. Well, and hopefully that will speed up boarding as well too. Because there's certain ones that were really slow handing those out. Oh, I bet. There were certain flight attendants that would just take their sweet old time passing those out. I didn't even think about that, but you're right. Come on, people. (laughs) (laughs) So what is your least favorite part of your job now? Okay, my least favorite part about my job now would probably be... Anything? I don't think I have a least favorite. When you plan a trip to New Orleans and get stuck in Portland. Oh, okay. That's kind of exciting to see where you're going to end up. That is, that is kind of, that's for me, I don't mind because usually those things, they work in my favor. Like I, I got out of a couple trips that I was supposed to do a couple legs and then I got, then the legs I did receive, I sat as a passenger. Okay. It's but called I, deadheading. So but it seems like you would, and just following you, like you plan to go to Richmond to see uh-huh. your daughter and oh, then yeah. that did work out. Oh yeah. And you plan to go to New Orleans for Mardi Gras and that didn't, that didn't work, work out. out. No, and then I ended up. You're in too positive because I'd be like, oh, oh sorry, plan on that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I would be really sad if I didn't get there to New to uh, Virginia to see my daughter. I'd be sad, but because you got there, but just late, is that what happened? Yeah. Okay. I did get there eventually. Do you want to comment on accusations that people have watched you stick your finger in Diet Coke and stir it with, <laughs> just to make sure the phone goes down? Well, <laughs> yes. I, I, um, my new thing now is to kind of lightly blow on the top of it. <laughs> and it, the, the foam goes down quicker that but way. That just sends, is it harder with the mask to do that trick? It, it just, is. <laughs> just since COVID started, that's yeah. it. I just blow on it more. It's okay, because really I have quietly. a mask on. If they don't even know as you're pouring it, you're like... <laughs> <laughs> so just as I know, I was reading through this last night, and I, when I got to that question, I laughed out loud. And so my coworkers were like, what? And I was like, you have to read this question. <laughs> Put your finger in there. Yeah. And then it, <laughs> 
or take a quick little sip of it. So. Because we had Rebecca on and she said that people, flight attendants hate Diet Coke. Oh, I do because too. Because of that, because it takes so long. So Okay, but Diet Coke does it that, but Coke Zero, much better. Oh, really? Go figure. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. You should put it in your contract. We won't do Diet Coke. <laughs> Only Coke Zero. <laughs> <laughs> that's a weird so request. It's a di- divas. Divas. I didn't like that. All right. So why do you like working the London flight? Oh, that's my favorite. I love that London flight. First of all, the diversity of the passengers. They're all so different. And I learned so much about, and I thought I'm a world traveler. I thought, oh, I, you know, I thought I knew so much. And then I start doing these London flights and you find out how little you actually know about people and their culture. But it's really exciting. You're on this huge airplane that has two aisles and there's the best part is there's bunk beds hidden in there. So we get a nap in there. And so we land in London and we're ready to go. I'm always ready to go. Let's, let's go travel. And, and I'm, I always book for the crew, like a little tour. So we've done the bicycle tour of London. I've done that twice. And um, I've done it at Tim's uh, River Cruise. Done that. So I like try to book something or let's go visit Kensington Palace and I'll pick the time or uh, Windsor, but not to Windsor. So yeah, so I like it because of when we get there, how much fun it is. How much turn time do you have when you're there? It's exactly 24 hours. So it's real quick. So okay. we land at like nine in the morning after flying all night. And then the next day we leave at nine. And you do feel rested when you get there? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I drink a bang energy drink <laughs> and hit the road. <laughs> Fair enough. I saw that we're going to start flying from Seattle, but they haven't announced our date yet. Have you heard of the date for Phoenix? Bang. To London. Oh, to London. In March, is, we're adding back. They're adding, oh, they are? Yeah, it is going through. Okay, good. Well, I would thought when you said Seattle, you were talking about Bangalore, because we're also flying to Bangalore. Not, yeah. And there's big um, rumor that they're going to crew it with Phoenix Cruise. That's what I was wondering if so, they yeah. were going to Phoenix crew uh-huh. the London flight out of there, and if you could bid that. Because as far as I saw, it's not on our schedule. It's not on your schedule. The London, Phoenix London, but the Seattle London is starting. Oh, okay. Well, they could crew it with Phoenix Cruise. It's yeah. the side of the country, it's or LA, I guess. But the sad thing about COVID is Phoenix a year ago had two thousand five hundred flight attendants, and now we're down to eight hundred. Dang, yeah, that's so sad. So, who's your favorite host on this podcast? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, my favorite male host is Tyler. <laughs> my favorite female host is Mo. Perfect. I'll take that answer. <laughs> so, you want to do the the you would rather's? Oh, I love you would rather's. Yeah, we're, we're going to do, each of us are going to do two. And when we, the person asks is going to be for the other two. So the other two people. So if one does it, then it'll be for both of us to answer. Okay, so this one was kind of a... Now we got the rules out of the way. Yeah. A discussion we had in the break room the other night. And we were almost split, not quite 50-50, but I was curious. So would you rather take public transit somewhere or would you rather do Uber or taxi? Okay, I would rather take public transit. Okay. Well, what did you do, Tyler? I think it depends on the price and how much you're going to do it. But because, I don't well, I just, I've got a good friend that was saying that she's had like a rat run over her foot in the subway and she's seen you know, like people throwing up on the is, platform. Isn't that part of the whole travel See, and experience? And I'm cheap, so I'm like, I'm not bougie enough to be affording the taxis <laughs> everywhere. Well, yeah, taxis are a lot more expensive than Ubers, it seems like. But yeah, if you, like going to New York, going to the subway is kind of cool and to London. But also if you've got to get somewhere, then... Sometimes that's not always best. So, yeah. Well, one time I took a taxi in London just because we'd never been on a taxi in London. And, you know, they have seats that face each other. Yeah. And, and so we had to take a taxi just so that we could say we. We took a taxi in, in New York one time. And it was like $50 from LaGuardia <gasps> downtown. Yeah, it was expensive. And I was yeah. like, it was like $5 to take the, the bus. 
And so I was like, why didn't we just do that? But I don't think we decided. When we took a taxi in London as well from the airport to where we were staying, the Airbnb, because we didn't know exactly where it was going to be. So that's, thought, that's a good the idea. First round, yeah, we'll, we'll take the taxi, get it there, and then we'll take the subway or the tube or whatever round. Yeah. All right, I'll ask one for you guys. Would you rather attend the Royal Wedding or an Olympic game? Duh, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. Um, is it summer or winter Olympics? Which is your favorite? Oh, oh man. Who's getting married? Either way, you've got to decide. And I could actually go to the wedding? Yeah. Like, oh, I'd go to the Royal Wedding. Or the Olympics? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, America. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm with you, Mo. I'd rather go to the Royal Wedding. But you have to understand, like, when the Olympics come on for, like, those two weeks, I, like, I will Are you drop glued? shifts. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm up till 3 a.m. Like, I'm live watching everything. And I cry when we win. Like, I, <laughs> I have all the gold counts. Like, I know where everyone stands. I love the Olympics. But the Royal Wedding. Absolutely. Oh, it's going to end up being someone you're like, I don't even like that guy. No, well, I already made, I'm going to George's or Charlotte's. Or, yeah. Unless you get banned again. I think keep hearing this, they're gonna be like, Yeah, she yeah. can't go. Yeah. Monique, Monique would Photoshop herself into royal wedding pictures. Oh, would you? Well, <laughs> I wouldn't. I have cousins or friends that would do it for me, but yeah, there's a picture of me on the balcony with the whole family. And <laughs> I said, you're, They're gonna ban you from coming to England during the trooping of the colors. Yeah, are you out there? Okay, yeah, I'm sitting right next Sorry. to Harry. All right, do you want to okay. have a question, Laura, for us? I do, but I have them separate. Okay. So, Monique, would you rather would you rather have an all expense paid trip to Hawaii or have the opportunity to go to Australia positive space? But you still have to pay for everything once you get to Australia. But you just do get positive space over. How long is my stay in Hawaii? One week. One week. One week each destination. I take Australia. Really? You yeah. love Hawaii. I do, but it's so easy to get to. I feel like That's it's true. a little tougher to get to Australia. Yes. So if I could confirm, and I'm like up front too, like I've got good seats on it yeah. to Australia. So yeah, I'd take that one. Did well, you know? She didn't say that though. I'm just assuming yes. Yeah. <laughs> of well, course, I'm getting good seats. <laughs> lay flat for yes. you. Lay flat. I would lay flat. And Drink. Lay flat, just sitting. <laughs> did, did just you guys, someone in the aisle. That's my lay flat. <laughs> did you guys hear that Delta is thanking their employees for all their work during um, COVID by giving them two positive space passes? That never expire. Oh, that never expire? That never expire. Yeah, I remember they, they, when we first started the podcast, so it was about then, they, they announced that, and so we were kind of like, oh. The envy, the envy yeah. I have for that. Their thank you plane wasn't enough? <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then, okay, so Tyler, would you rather be, would you rather have your photo in our airline magazine on board or have your photo in our company daily newsletter? There's a daily newsletter? <laughs> yeah. like, I don't even know what the daily it's newsletter called, is. Yeah, it's called Jetwire. Oh, okay. Oh. Probably on the magazine. Magazine would be cool. Yeah, that yeah. would be cool. I think more, yeah. Do you ever submit them? No, someone at work had said, you should put them into the certain thing where on people see them. And I wouldn't look and I was like, there's a few in there, but I didn't still. I still feel like I'm working on getting better, though. I still like. Really? You, I, think, I think you're ready. I think so too. You've got sure. some really good ones. They're getting better, but yeah. Then this last summer, when my wife's cousin goes came out and she does photography, she she showed me, and I was like, I don't know anything. So, will you tell me when you're going to do it? I'll submit a lot of my bad pictures. So and then, so then they'll look really good. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, but probably in the magazine. I think that would be okay. kind of cool to have them there. All right. So my question would be because we're doing an, are we doing another one around? Is that right? Yeah, one more round. Okay. 
Would you rather swim with whale sharks in Belize or do bungee jumping jumping off a really tall building in China? I guess it's like a thing. Not bungee jumping. But I would always... <laughs> okay, I have a fear of heights. Yes, I'm a flight attendant. I have a fear of heights. <laughs> but I would do definitely swim with a shark. That's that's not a problem. Nice. No, I've wanted to swim with sharks, so that's one I would choose too. I think that's those whale sharks are pretty cool. I've wanted, that's like a bucket list probably for me to... Sometime to go down there. But it's something you'd want to do. Is there something we don't know? Like they've been eating people? No. <laughs> <laughs> There's a chance you could die on that one. <laughs> they also became very aggressive. <laughs> Would you rather work with old cranky flight attendants or young entitled ones? Oh. Oh. <laughs> I already know the answer to that one too. I would, believe it or not, I'd rather do the young entitled ones. Really? Yeah. Because... They're ready to work, usually. I mean, I may have to ask them to take out their earbud. <laughs> when I'm on the cart, when I was on the cart with someone, I was like, okay, that makes me that makes me really uncomfortable that you have your earbuds in. Could, oh, like we, as she was actually yes, working? Yes, while she was on the cart serving beverages, she had earbuds in. Oh I go, your earbuds are making me really uncomfortable. Could you take them out? And, and she's like, okay, <laughs> like that, okay. But that's still better than the cranky? Cranky old ones, yeah. Much better than the cranky old ones. Hmm. So you tell her, just turn your hearing aid up. <laughs> <laughs> so quick side, before we did our uniform cutover and mm-hmm. pretty much anyone could wear whatever they wanted. Oh, yeah. Some of the young ones, some of the things they would wear, we would just be like, oh, my gosh. So one came up. We did not even realize she was a flight attendant, first of all. Second, we didn't realize she was a working, like, our crew because she showed up. She had her, like pink beats on her head as she walked oh. up to us she had a pink fluffy jacket on i don't even know if she had crew bags it was like and she had big old hoops like it was just did we, she have her wings on just like a regular it was, I think it was, it was yeah. under her jacket because then because we were like how she, she came to the door and we're like how can we help you and she's like i'm working and we were like working what it's <laughs> <She was laughs> like this flight and we were like Oh, okay. With the pink fluffy jacket, you were wondering <laughs> yeah. what exactly she was working. Exactly. <laughs> what is going on here? Uh, so I have an answer, though. Uh, Who do you like to check in there? Usually the old cranky ones just go get on, though. Are you worried that we have a lot of followers no, 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 that no, are no. either That's, one of those two? I would say two? it's actually backwards now you think about it. The young ones will sit and breathe on your neck if they want something. The old ones will go go on the plane. So I, I'm going to choose. No, I'll choose the old ones. I choose the old ones. Oh, good. But you're not the cranky one. No, I'm not cranky. But you know who they are. Oh, yeah, I know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> I, ha- I was fine with one of the last three days. Okay, Laura, we want to hear about one of your favorite trips. Tell us somewhere we should go, somewhere we should check out, what should we do. Share one of your favorite ones with us. Yes. Yes. Okay, so my favorite place that we've ever gone was we did a photo safari of Kenya, and I took my kids. It was really fun. But um, I'm a big package tour kind of traveler. So when I listen to you guys and you're like, okay, so we go to the city and then we know, you know, you just kind of, and I love that you fly by, by wire, you just figure out what you're going to do when you get there. Okay. I'm like, I have to have the package all set up and you know, we get to the airport and they're holding up a little sign and it's, and if you, I don't have a lot of money, but I have a lot of time so I can like research all the packages online and figure out the best prices so I can go. And then they say, okay, so tomorrow morning, 
they take you to the hotel and then they say, tomorrow morning, we're going to pick you up at uh, 9 a.m. and there's breakfast at 8 and just leave your bags outside and we'll grab your bags. And then we're going to the Sistine Chapel. And, and because you're going to Sistine Chapel, there's this huge line that's like four hours. But because you're a tour, because you're on this tour, you go right on in. So you don't have to spend any li- any time waiting in lines. So I, I kind of like that whole package thing. So we did that on the photo safari and we got to the hotel. It was in Nairobi and it was a, a an American hotel. It was a Hilton. And so we're staying in the lobby with 25 people and we're waiting for our, our keys and waiting for everyone to say hello. And I've got my two kids with me and um, my daughter was like 12 and my son was like eight. So, and so we're staying in the lobby and this lady leans over to me and she goes, um, this is the Hilton in Nairobi, right? And I said, uh-huh. And she goes, isn't this where they like pulled out a gun and started shooting everybody? And I'm like, my kids, I'm grabbing my kids. <laughs> Don't listen to them. Don't listen to them. But um, we had a, a great time. And every other day we would stay at a different park. And so that was just so cool. And then one time, the the first night we stayed at the Treehouse Hotel. And it was a, it was like a big treehouse. And um, they had a watering hole and a salt lick down at the bottom. And so when a new animal would show up at the watering hole or the salt lick, they would ring a bell. So you could come out of your room and go all hours of the night. You could go down and take and check it out. And That's so awesome. It, it was really cool. It was super cool. And then one time we went to this, um, another park there and they had a pool and the kids were loving the pool. And I'm going, okay, you're from Phoenix. You have a pool You've in your backyard. <laughs> you have a pool in your backyard. This is not, but it was like the Serengeti and all of a sudden there's a pool. So it was kind of cool. It was kind of cool. And then when we were leaving once at like six o'clock in the morning out of a, the hotel in the park, and we're, we're driving and it's all foggy and it was just my kids in the van, you know, one of the pop-up tops in the van. So you could, when you stopped to look at the animals, they'd pop the top and you could stick your head out. It was so cool. So wow. we're in the van. It's just the kids and my husband and I, and then another couple. And we're going slowly on this road. There's all this fog. And all of a sudden the, the driver stops and he goes, Oh, he goes, black rhino. He goes, this is one of the, it's one of the, three top three that are hard to see. He goes, black rhino, right over to your left. And we all look and they're coming out of the fog. He was the black rhino, the elusive black rhino. So we're all looking at him. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. And all of a sudden he looks over at us and his nostrils flare and he starts running towards us. And the driver starts, he just goes, oh no. And he starts driving really fast. And I felt like it was like in Disneyland, you know, like, oh no, we're being chased. But in real life. And, <laughs> this isn't and, a joke. He doesn't yeah, stop after you. It's not a joke. And he's chasing us and his nostrils are flaming. And, it's, and my kids are like, oh, so cool. And I'm like, oh. Wow. <laughs> That'd be pretty crazy. Yeah, so that was like my favorite part. Well, then we had one, another part where we stopped and we were looking at baboons and we popped and we pop the top and we're all looking at them and they're, they're cute. They're like plain and you know, it's, it feels tranquil. It feels safe. It feels peaceful. We're all looking. Well, my son, cause you know how kids are right before we left, he got sick. So he was on antibiotics. And so he had, to, I had bananas with me for, because he needed bananas. And so I thought, oh, I'll just feed them. I'll just throw one of these little bananas out the pop top. <laughs> they tacked to the van. The driver littles, shopper lady, because that was what he called me. Don't don't ask. <laughs> he goes, shopper lady. And, and he shut the van, and they were attacking the van. They wanted those bananas. Oh, wow. So it was, yeah. Wow. 
<laughs> how to make friends and influence people. Did, did you Z over or did you, bite, you said you're non rev, right? So. Yeah. Well, we did not non rev on that one because it was a package. Okay. That's what I think I'm, I don't do packages because they usually seem like they're more money, but I'm a planner too. Usually I have things, everything planned out. So I'm kind of in the middle. You kind of middle. Okay. So there's a website called skyauction.com okay. and you actually bid on packages like that. And I got this package on New Year's Day. And I think it's because everybody was too hungover and not on the site. And it closed at like nine o'clock in the morning. So at six o'clock, I was on there bidding. With, and so we got a great deal on it. So. I'll take it out. Yeah. Nice. Not very cool. Can we go back to the, oh. at your hotel? Uh huh. The story about someone coming in with a gun. Uh huh. So what was that story? Oh, no. Well, there was a lot of, there's a lot of unrest in Kenya okay. at that time. And so um, they were trying to make a statement with Americans. And so the militia, whoever it was, the bad guys came in and shot all the Americans Dang. to make a, mm-hmm. See, I would have been like, listen up, kids. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a good story. What, when you see a gun, what do you do? Run in a zigzag fashion, hit the ground. <laughs> you felt safe, hope. Oh, I totally felt safe. And that's another thing about group tours. Usually it's a safer environment. Yeah. So wait, could you tell us some fun or crazy non-rev stories? Oh, so fun. Okay. So we used to work, like I said, we worked all the different jobs and we would all work one day at the gates and we would have the 4.45 a.m. show and we'd work all day at the gates and we'd be off at 1.45 and there was a two o'clock departure from Phoenix to Yuma. So we'd all jump on that because there's no passengers going to Yuma. We'd all jump on that. We'd fly down to Yuma and uh, we'd walk across the street to the, there was a Hilton across the street and we'd walk across the street and have happy hour and we'd have a few cocktails and some appetizers. And then there was a six o'clock flight back from Yuma to Phoenix. And then we'd all run back and jump on that plane and go home. So it was just like a little day trip, but uh, it was like, oh, you want to go to Yuma today? Yeah, yeah, let's go to Yuma. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, we used to go all the time. That sounds fun. Yeah. yeah. That's what, I've been to you before. That was back on the, the Dash 8s, right? It was the, the Havilland Dash 8. It yeah. an hour to get down there. A, a jet takes 20 minutes. I was and, coming back from Yuma one time and I had to work immediately. And so, because my friend's down there. So we're sitting on the runway in a jet by then. It was like a 200. And... I'm looking at my watch going on. I have like an hour and 15 minutes till my shift starts. I cut it pretty close. And a dash would take an hour. And we waited and waited. I'm like, oh, no. We took off in the jet. We were there in 20 minutes. I felt like I had plenty of time. But, but uh, yeah, it was pretty stressful. And when you taxi out forever and you're watching the clock. Yeah, just like watching. Just because we sat there because we were going to be so quick getting back. <laughs> I've never cut it that close. Like to start like a shift. Yeah. Oh, when did I tell the story about when I got stuck? I'll come back from Indy. Yeah. Yeah, that's close too. Dang. I had a, like 10 minutes when I landed to clock in time. Oh. Because I missed the fight before. But you missed, but you made it. Yeah, I made it in time. All right, Laura, do you have a bucket list? I do have a bucket list. Let's hear some of your bucket list items. Okay, so I'm really lucky. Um, I've done quite a bit of them. Like the Kenya was on my bucket list. And then we did Australia with uh, last year, we did Australia with our positive space passes that we got from our airline. And um, my husband's also a flight attendant, so we each got two, so we were able to take our kids with us. Oh, awesome. So lucky. And we did a two-week tour of Australia. So we got to go to Uluru, which is the old Ayers Rock, 
Uluru is the indigenous uh, name of it. It used to be Ayers Rock. Is it the big one that's out in the middle of? Yes. Okay, yeah. yeah we talked about the, it with Katie yeah. from yeah. Australia. She got a little bit right. Because yeah. Charles and Diane have been there, and so William and Katie. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's how you know. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> well, actually, Harry got his diamond for Megan from from there. Well, oh, did he? Yeah. Yeah, he actually oh, got like it from. Fact. Yeah. <laughs> I may be like you. I may be a little bit of a royal watcher. <laughs> I love them. Ever since my Lennon trips. Well, Harry was just on James Corden the other night. Did you watch that? I, did, I heard about it. I haven't seen it it's yet. It's cute. You'll have to it's watch cute. it. Did they sing? No singing. Oh, wait. He called. He called. Okay. So they called Megan. Yeah. Yeah. Because he takes them to the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air's house. Oh. He says, you need to buy this house. So they knock on <laughs> the owner and he goes, give him an offer. <laughs> <laughs> and they called Megan and she, she called him Harz. Yeah. And so he goes, oh, so we call, so then James Corden said, we're going to call you Harz now. And Hars he goes, has, yeah, so like has, that, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes. Are you my wife? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so did you say your buckle list? You said you've been to Australia. Uh-huh. What are you wanting to do? Where are you? Oh, my next, where I, where I want to go next. Where is the places that you oh, want to yeah. go? Thanks for keeping us on track, Taylor. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So, did I miss it? <laughs> no. I think I'd like to go back to Japan. I went to Japan as a crew member, but I didn't take my family and I didn't have, I wasn't able to, to really travel okay. and look at like different things. I think I'd like to go to Japan. Somewhere far, but yet attainable. That'd be nice. So- did you work Japan when my like, first airline? Oh, back then we and had seven forty. Uh huh. We had seven forty sevens, and we flew from Phoenix to Honolulu, and then we'd spend twenty four hours in Honolulu, and then we'd fly on the seven forty seven from Honolulu to Nagoya, Japan, which is an industrial city. It's outside of Tokyo, about two hours on the bullet train. So they loved us because it's an industrial city. So here we, all these Americans come in and they don't get to see Americans because it's not a tourist destination. So they loved us. And I, i we were like rock stars and people walking down to finger guns. To yeah. <laughs> and the little, their students were all, they're so good. The little, the little students were all wearing little yellow coats with hats and they'd walk by us and they go, hello, hello. I look practicing their English. They're I, super cute. I want to do Japan. I just feel like I'd be, the language scares me there. So I, I want to go with someone that can help out a little bit. In Europe, I feel like I've got more comfortable. Or we go places where everyone speaks English, even if it's not. Like London, if you go to Paris, and there's so many. But but yeah, Japan would be fun. Yeah, I'm opening up to the idea of Asia. Because, it, yeah, it scares mm-hmm. me just a language difference. But yeah, I'd I, like to do Tokyo sometime. Yeah, when we were there years ago, everyone spoke English. And that was an industrial city. So it was, it was very comfortable. We can do it. We need to go during CES. When an airline flies nonstop from Vegas there, and they're wide open if you go the other oh, direction. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, because they bring so many Japanese people to Vegas for the big convention that we'll have like Dreamliners that'll go Vegas to Japan. Oh, and that's so cool. if you go the opposite yeah. direction, they're going empty. So you can lay flat easy. I was tracking that, was it last, probably was it last year, probably two years ago then, yeah. Maybe last and year. At the, it was, at the end of it too, yeah, flights were really open. Yeah. We could do this. They bring them and then they, they'll go back. So it's mm-hmm. like going, it's like February in Japan, so maybe not the best weather, but people do that. They plan their trips yearly to Japan around then. Wow. If you like but, to lay flat. I kind of want to talk about, for just a minute about the lay flat thing. Okay, because you guys are really into the lay flat. and You like that, to sleep sitting up? I, I didn't even, I don't even think of it. And you route the whole, your whole trip with the lay flat, which is great. I'm going to start looking for that and doing that. But I think the only time I've ever been in a lay flat seat was when I was a deadheader going from Miami to Dallas to do my training. I got that lay flat seat, but I'm in uniform. So it's not like I can really lay down and, but I'm like, wow, you guys plan your, that was news to me. And it was really interesting. 
I think you you posted on Twitter after we talked about it one time with Jason, and you're like, I don't get it. I don't get it, but it's cool. (laughs) So I'm trying to talk Katie to let me go next week. I'm going to go to San Francisco and then San Francisco to New York on the lay flat, the 21, and then New York to LA on the 21. And I'll be there for a couple hours and then I'll fly home. So I'm not like the Anders that fly like just to fly. I'm going to take pictures in LA because I'll be a year from my first trip ever there. Oh, okay. And to get there, I'm going to go through San Francisco and New York to get to LA. And then we're, that sounds good. And then we're hoping to go maybe to Miami with Katie. And we'll go through LA to get there instead of the nonstop because if they oh, have yeah. the lay flat seats. So, oh, so yeah. it's all about the lay flat seat. I know we're crazy. I may be going to Kansas City, but I don't know a routing to get me lay flat there. We'll work on it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, who knew the triple seven went from Miami to Dallas? That was what I was on. I've flown that before, but I was in the back, yeah. Yeah, but but who knew that on that routing that oh. they'd have a triple seven? Yeah. I don't know. They have a lot of hub to hubs like that we don't have in Phoenix. And I'm sure they're positioning the airplane too. Yeah. I feel like in Phoenix, we could use more Phoenix to Dallas 777s. I think we could use them. Our Dallas are using really full. Time for tips. Time for tips. All right. So we're going to go through and each leave a tip. Do you have them ready? Oh, no, crap. What have you been doing? I'm just chatting. I have a tip. We went, we non-revved to Italy and we went over there for two week tour, but we non-revved. And to get into... The, our tour actually started in Rome, but the flights were so full to Rome. So we flew to Milan, you know, that was a lot easier to get in. And we spent a few days in Milan and then we took the train down to Rome where we started our tour. So we were gone for two weeks. We come back to Rome and guess what? The flights are full, super full. And it was summer. So yeah. we should have known better. And then there's a weight and balance issue with airplanes mm-hmm. in the summer with the weight, with the, the fuel. Yeah. And, so we weren't going to get, and when we checked in, the lady goes, you're not going to get on. You guys aren't going to get on, but you can go over there. And it was remote in the Rome Air, airport. So you have to go out and get into a, a, a big van, and then the van drives you over to the gates. And so we were going up the stairs from our little van ride, and we were, we're going up the stairs, and we're looking. And as we walk by, there was a, a gate there, and it said it was um, Alitalia, nonstop, Rome to L.A., and it said, inaugural flight. And they had cake and balloons. And they're like, it's our first flight to LA nonstop from on, on Alitalia. And I, I look at my husband and I'm like, I have backup tickets. Okay. So this is back in the old days. You had to go to the pass bureau and you had to sign up for tickets and you had to pay for passes on other airplanes, other airlines. And so I bought, um, tickets for all of us and I had tickets on every airline just in case. <laughs> well, Thank goodness I have this. And they were getting ready to close the door. They're getting ready to close the door. So I pass up, I, we run up with the tickets. I go, can we get on this flight? And they're like, oh, sure. We have so many open seats. Yes. And they took our tickets. There was a little bit of an issue because they weren't routed nonstop, but they took our tickets and we ran on and there we are going to LA. It was so cool on the inaugural flight. They're handing out champagne and they're making it so. And when we landed in LA, water cannons. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. It turned out to be great. Yeah. So backup tickets. Although now you can just use your computer, yeah, and buy your Z ticket. Kind of a cool way to be on. But it's a good idea to have a little, have a know which way you're going to go. Like, okay, if this doesn't happen, I need, I can get on this airline to go here. That's why I was talking, explaining to Monique about was a week ago about how we used to have to go in and buy the tickets. Yeah, but and you were buying them at yeah. the ticket counter. They did the ticket counter for us. Oh, I remember going to the the pass bureau over in Tempe. But but yeah, if you're over in Europe, then. What you have to do, but well, yeah, because when you would get your Alaska 
Sometimes I'd drop you off at Terminal 2 and like do loops while you ran in and got them and then come back and Oh, that's a good idea, yeah. Yeah. So my tip would be don't throw bananas out in Africa because <laughs> you might get attacked. That's probably a good one. Yeah. But that sounds shopper like a, lady. <laughs> shopper lady. <laughs> don't do the shopper lady. Did. But that sounds like a fun trip, though. No. That's a good trip. And the Just, shopper lady is because I would always get out of the van and go shopping and they'd all have to wait for me. And so we went to the gas station once to fill up the van and we pulled the gas station and the driver turned around and looked at me and goes, you stay with the van. The rest of us are going to the restroom. So I had to sit in the van. And when they came back, this guy was leaning over in the window showing me all these CDs. And I was buying a CD from him of African music. Shopping. I was still shopping. Nice. Then I guess my tip would be, it's not even mine, it's Lars. I would just say, you know, there's those trip packages or whatever out there. Find them because they'll sound like they're really cool. And mm-hmm. some I'd be interested in doing too to actually have things planned out. I like that. Yeah, what was the name of that place again? Skyauction.com. Skyauction, okay. They should su- sponsor you. Yeah, we'll take any sponsors at this point. <laughs> <laughs> They're not rolling in yet. Okay, tell it you can You can Thanks reword for, it. No, I'm going to say just as you wrote it. Perfect. Thanks for joining us. Be I authentic. like that I, I like that you were nice to us. I will try to be funnier. <laughs> I am sorry for my lack of humor <laughs> that has held this podcast down. <laughs> no, it's, it's been a blast having you on. Thanks for joining Thank us. Thank you, and I love the sibling rivalry. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's been really fun. Yeah, this has been a lot of fun to have you on. So, and one more question, Monique. So, Monique, how long do you commute for work? Um, on weekdays, my commute is probably 45 minutes. On a good day, it's 25. 25. Well, next week, our guest has to commute 12 hours to work. It's bonkers. <laughs> so bonkers. So, everyone listen in. It's going to be fun. We have another flight attendant on that commutes to London. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. This has been Non-Rev Lounge. Thanks for joining Tyler and Monique. You can find them on Instagram and Twitter by searching Non-Rev Lounge. Also, you can contact them at nonrevloungepodcast at gmail.com. They would love to hear from you. They are always looking for ideas to make their show better. If you are enjoying the show, please think about leaving a review or rating so other people can find this show. Thanks for joining us. See you next week and safe travels.